What's up, Westview? Welcome to the What's Up Westview podcast. We are coming to you from the gateway to the Great Rocky Mountains at Westview Middle School, where our motto is expect the best. As always, we're going to highlight some of the great things that are going on at Westview, going to introduce you to some amazing students and staff members, and we're going to inform you about upcoming events. Flipping the script a little bit, my name is Mr. Iper, and I am the assistant principal at Westview. I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Mark Spencer, who is the absolute finest principal in our whole school. What is up, Mr. Spencer? Well, as always, there's a lot. Hey, let's start with some celebrations. You know, I don't know if you're aware, but Westview was recently redesignated as a Colorado school to watch, and there's information on our website about that so you can learn about what that means and really what kind of a recognition that is. Really recognizes Westview as one of the top middle schools in the state of Colorado. Hey, I hear that um, what that also does is it gives us the obligation to teach other schools some of the awesome things that we do. Yeah, the schools can watch network shares and then we serve as a model and people come and visit. And we were designated initially in 2015. We've had a number of schools and districts come visit Westview to learn about what we do. You know, and also we were recognized as the Seven Mindset School of Excellence. And that's just uh, in recognition of our implementation of the Seven Mindsets social emotional curriculum to help students. And then the, the district wrestling tournament um, was last week and we had two district champs and then a robotics state tournament. Once again, Westview Middle School state champs. So that's five out of the last six years. So we're doing all right in robotics. Sounds like uh, pretty much dominating there in, in the robotics fields and um, still crushing it with high school level competition and all of that kind of thing too, right? Yeah, even one of our former teams, uh, they're all freshmen. They were all here last year and uh, they won state at the high school level as freshmen. So, you know, paying it forward. Very cool. I hear there's some things about like Science Olympiad or something like that to talk about coming up too. Is that well, right? Yeah, no, Science Olympiad had their... Um, competition also on that same day that we had the robotics and, and uh, wrestling and uh, they competed at Fossil Ridge High School in Fort Collins and um, matter of fact you're going to hear from a couple of those students in our student spotlight we had a choir concert last week and uh, actually it, we're not recording on Friday so tonight I'm going to the Dickens where I'm going to hear our jazz band and pops orchestra perform at the Dickens live upstairs on stage and then the end of the quarter holy cow the end of the third quarter well if you're listening to this when it comes out that would be today so and then tomorrow we got saturday school as a, as a mop-up for students who need to get work turned in so the third quarter's over hopefully everybody's done all the work so then come to the celebration of success Hey guys, it's Mr. Iper again, and I just wanted to uh, take a second to review a couple more of our PAUSE expectations. I think you guys all remember now that uh, PAUSE stands for Public Voices, Appropriate Actions, Winning Attitudes, and Safe Spaces. And today I'm going to talk a little bit about hallways and what we expect there. So we expect appropriate, respectful language. Um, we don't want our technology out in the hallway. We want to keep our locker locked to make sure that we are using only our own locker, not putting things in other folks' lockers. 
One of the things I'm really working on right now, and I sent out some pictures to your um, core teams, is um, trying to keep those hallways tidy and clean because our custodians are doing a ton of work trying to keep those clean for you guys. And um, I'm envisioning trying to put together a bit of a competition around that too. So um, if you can, if you get caught by your teacher picking something up, have them send you up to me and I'll be happy to reward you with at least something um, in the meantime. Uh, as far as winning attitudes go, we say make it right when you make a mistake, be a good role model, be courteous and helpful. And then when we talk about safe spaces, keep your locker combination private. You don't want other people putting things in your locker or being in your locker, that kind of thing. We keep our hands, feet, and objects to ourselves, and we share our spaces politely. That, my friends, is our pause update for hallway expectations. Hey, Wildcat Nation, we've got a treat for you because on our staff spotlight, we were able to secure none other than Dr. Don Haddad, and he's a superintendent of our school district. And he had so much to say. We had such a great conversation. It's coming at you in two parts. So in this episode, we have part one. Hey, Wildcats. So as promised, we're here today with your superintendent, Dr. Don Haddad. So uh, Dr. Haddad, tell us, tell our audience, our students a little bit about your role and what are some of the things you do as superintendent? Well, thanks a lot for inviting me. I appreciate that. Appreciate the opportunity to share some of my thoughts and comments. Currently, St. Brain has about 33,000 students and about 5,500 employees. And we are the seventh largest school district in Colorado out of 178. And we have about 60 schools. And so overseeing and oversight of all of that, whether it's the budget that we have to monitor and oversee or safety throughout the district, learning and instruction, technology, nutrition services, the foods, and how we communicate with, with our public, working with our school board, our seven school board members around governance is something that we do, making sure all the facilities are maintained so that we're not running up against you know, facilities that are getting older and, and in need of repair and renovation. And then uh, all of the co-curricular opportunities for our students, whether it's athletics or music or band or you know, the choirs, the orchestras, the drama, the debates, all of those kinds of things. So it's really a comprehensive role from within this system. I also work with the seven different mayors that work within our school district. We have seven different mayors, one in Longmont, Erie, Mead, Firestone, Frederick, Lyons, and all those different places. So, and then other elected officials, at the state level, I work with our legislators and uh, the Colorado Department of Education. And then we also work with the federal government on a lot of the issues that we deal with uh, on a national level. So I could probably go on and on and on yeah. because there's just something to do every day. But it's a great uh, it's a great job. And I, I really enjoy it. It sounds like a, a big responsibility. And, and I know a little bit about this, but uh, maybe you could tell us a little bit about yourself and, and maybe your belief in public education. Sure. I have been uh, in public education for 35 years. I was a teacher for many years, K through 12. I was also a coach, an athletic coach, K through 12. And then I've been a principal, K through 12. And then uh, the executive director for St. Brain after I left the principalship at Niwot High School and then became the assistant superintendent and uh, then became the deputy superintendent. And for the last 
12 years, I've been the superintendent here in St. Brain. And so it's, uh, that's kind of my background. I ended up uh, in education, kind of following in my father's footsteps. But also when I was growing up, I found that it was, uh, I enjoyed, learned a lot from our teachers and coaches. And so it's something that I've, I've wanted to do, you know, in that, uh, in that realm. Public education to me, I believe is second only to parenting when it comes to, you know, the future of our communities, the future of our state, future of our nation. You have about 91% of all of the children K through 12 in the United States attend a public school. So it stands to reason that we have to get this right. And our children graduate from our public schools and they go on to become responsible for, you know, the economic strength of our communities and our country. Public safety and national security becomes the responsibility of our graduates and the values of our homes and our properties are always dependent on the quality of our schools and democracy as a whole. And so public education to me is something that's really, really important. I don't think that there's a profession more important than the teaching profession. And, uh, and as educators, what we contribute to the next generation and the generation after that, our, you know, our impact is exponential. Yeah, and, and I can say as a St. Vrain parent, grandparent, employee, taxpayer, homeowner, you know, the value that the school district, St. Vrain Valley Schools provides to my family. So <clears throat> maybe you could tell us about some of the exciting things that are going on in, in St. Vrain. Yeah, there are a lot of exciting things. You know, one of the things is our growth. We are currently the seventh largest school district. When I started, we were the 10th largest. And our build-out plan, we're at 33,000 students today. We're estimated to be around 80 to 85,000 by the time we're done growing wow. within our 411 square miles. So that's an exciting thing because you get to build new schools. You get to invite more students, more uh, teachers, more parents, more staff members. And then you get to see more success in all of your programs, whether it's academic or athletic or music or whatever it might be. Uh, the more people, I think, the better. And it's always exciting to continue to grow. I think one of the things that uh, we've seen technologically in our district is very exciting with the robotics and the STEM programs and the Innovation Center and our new mobile lab and all of the work that's happening in, uh, in our schools, helping to prepare our students for, for leadership in this really complex environment. Yeah. So, and, you know, there's just, there's so many things right now that uh, make coming to work in St. Brain really meaningful. And then a lot of fun. It's, it's yeah. a great job. Because school today isn't like school was when we went to school. No. It's a whole no. different game. Hey, Wildcats. Uh, it's time for our student spotlight. And we're here this week with Naomi Railsback and Nora Ducart. And they're part of Science Olympiad, uh, one of the clubs here. It's a STEM co-curricular. And so they're going to tell us a little bit about it. So, you know, for people who haven't heard much about Science Olympiad, tell everybody, what is it? It's an after-school club where you can choose to do activities with science that you wouldn't usually get to do in class. It's pretty much like a science fair. I mean, like, there's different parts of it. You don't have to make, like, a board and a presentation, though. Mm -hmm. So what have you guys been working on this year? Uh, we chose to do food science. Um, so we were focusing on fermentation and all the like lactase and glucose and stuff. 
So it sounds like you learned a lot in addition to maybe having fun. And I understand next year, Science Olympiad's also going to be a STEM block class. So it'll be something you can do as a club after school, but you'll also be able to do it as STEM block so you can uh, invest more time in your projects and getting ready for the competition. So speaking of competition, we hear there was an important event last Saturday. What happened last Saturday? So we had like the event that, um, well, the big tournament, which is what you are work doing your events for. You like get prepared for that like all year. So there was like the event um, is set like put up into different sections. So like our event was like at nine o'clock and it lasted an hour. And that was at a high school, at Fossil Ridge High School up in Fort Collins? Yeah. And were there a lot of kids there? Uh, yeah, pretty large amount. Um, and for our competition, we did a written test and an experiment, but some of them were different. So each there's a bunch of different contests that you could do. So in Science Olympiad, you have a lot of choice in what you want to learn about and, and do. Yeah. All right. So if you had some advice that you give to a student who wants to participate in Science Olympiad in the future, what would you tell them? I think we'd tell them that, like, I mean, it's really fun and that you should participate, but um, there's, like, make sure you prepare for everything and, like, make sure you really research if your event has, like, that component in it because, like, some t questions, like, that we had on our tests, like, were a little tricky <laughs> that we didn't get because we didn't, like, study that exact area. Yeah, and there's so many activities, so you can do more than one. So some advice would be, you know, you learned from this year, so maybe um, they would be able to learn from you next year. Yeah. All right, well, we're looking forward to you guys being leaders in our Science Olympiad program as it grows and gets even bigger for next year. So thanks for being here, and that was our Student Spotlight. Hey, guys, time to talk about our upcoming events. So at the time that you guys are hearing this, we will have Saturday school coming up tomorrow. That is an open invitation to anybody who wants to get some work done and get caught up and make sure that you are squared away. It is now the end of the third quarter as of today. So we hope that you have uh, taken Mr. Spencer's words to heart, gotten work done, completed your homework, done your assessments, all of that kind of stuff, because... If you have done that and you have all your work turned in or if you have C's or better and all of you are passing all your classes, you are eligible for our celebration of success that's going to take place on April 3rd. And man, has there been a lot of planning with um, student groups for that to make sure that it's even better than the last one. Finally, the last thing that I know is on none of your radars whatsoever is that Spring break is finally coming up. That is going to be March 19th. We hope that you guys have an amazing and restful time and make awesome decisions and just have a blast over spring break. Anything else you want to add, Mr. Oh, Spencer? I'm just, I can just make it even better because it's March 19th for spring break because we have Friday off next week and uh, it's only a four-day week and then spring break's an extra day long. And we have a special extra celebration on April 3rd, so you'll hear more about that, but uh, April 3rd is going to be better than just a celebration of success. So, you know, it's been a great third quarter, and uh, we look forward to spring break and so much going on this spring. Awesome, you guys. Thanks for listening in, and as always, expect the best. <laughs>